That's right, that's right, that's right, everybody. Welcome back to Ono oh 2.0. I am your guest Yo. host, Owen 2.0, and I am here still with Ty and our good buddy Mikey B. How you boys doing? How's the break? Fantastic. Got hydrated, Perfect. smoked some, some Reaper. Some Reaper. Samesies. Yeah. <laughs> turns out turns out Owen they gave him a hard time trying to buy his first joint in Amsterdam. Did you boys hear that? What? I, I asked him on Facebook because I had heard that they're they're cracking down on weed tourism out there like it's yeah. happening a lot. Yeah, he said But uh, no, I didn't I, hear anything from him. Not yet. I didn't get much. I just I had asked him, I said, Did you like buy mushrooms and like go to the garden? You know, like you should just if you go over there, I think that's the thing you do. You just get some mushrooms and go to the garden and trip out in the garden there. See some tulips and such, you know? Um yeah. I've heard very good things. But uh but he said, No, I tried to buy a joint and they wouldn't take like US driver's licenses. They said, We need your passport. Um, I don't know if they're scanning it or whatever, but we need your passport uh, or else we can't give it to you. And he's like, well, it's in the safe, huh. so I just got to go back tomorrow. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> kind of cracking down, kind of not. So um, that doesn't I was trying sound to... that bad. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't sound too bad, but it's just crazy that it's like easier to get weed over here in the States nowadays. Like, remember growing up, that used to be the dream, like go to Amsterdam, you know, like, yeah, oh, you, you can buy weed legally yeah. over there. Yeah. I still want to do it. So, um, I still want to do it too. That's that's for sure. Um, I will say also while I was on break, I was trying to think like, you know, if I could come back and be like, you know, welcome back, you know, I'm I'm Owen 2.0. And now here are things that just make me irritated, right? Um, there's a guy across the street in an RV. Uh my neighbor's cat was coming over. Um yeah, someone like crossed the vicinity of my eyeline, and I just got a bad vibe. So uh, fuck that guy. Yeah, so fuck that guy and bad vibes in general. Um, but I will say I'm a little still unsure on something about fucking up on, and that's AI. Um, so yeah, bit, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it for a I second. Mean, just so, just, are you in a moral conundrum? I mean, uh, like. Are you afraid it's going to take over art and replace humans? No. And that's where I okay, don't think it's going to. Because I I think the one thing... I think AI is going to be very good for a lot of things. And it's going to like help with a lot of things. It's probably going to take a lot of jobs and do a lot of things, right? Like Just the same way technology does and, and everything at certain points in time. But it's also going to help advance certain things way more quickly sure. than maybe we could um so i think it's like a trust but verify type thing when it comes to that sort of stuff yeah. when it comes to art that's the thing and that's like i want to show you guys a video here in a second but i've seen pictures of people have put in prompts and like all of these types of things right yeah and i'm I was kind trying... of excited i mean i feel it's it's a weird middle ground right like going too far in one direction is a disaster and not having it at all seems stupid because it can be a tool like you could exactly you could still be a writer and help it write like hey this is my idea i want this song to incorporate this stupid girl that i want to punch in the face but don't say punch in the face uh 
you know, you can give it all these parameters and then you're like, oh, well, that makes sense, but I'm still going to edit this. And like, that doesn't seem like cheating to me. I'm like, that's just a fun way to write a song. Well, um, if you, if here, here's what I guess I've taken away from AI so far. Um, I think it is incredibly powerful. Um, I think that it is potentially um, very dangerous in the way that <clears throat> we are not as a society in a place to handle what could potentially come out of AI in the manner of job loss, in the manner of like um, just people are afraid and rightfully so um, that they are going to take our jobs and that's not what we should be well that's not what we should be afraid of because they're going to do that whether you are afraid or whether you care or what however that's going to happen by the way you guys actually um, use chat gbt i have i almost, no, i don't GBT. i have i don't care i almost <laughs> i almost asked it to write me a podcast uh script ah. as a host and i was going to try and do that to you guys when i had this idea when i wanted to so ask you, guys about you use AI. it though I don't use it regularly, but I've but I opened it and like made the or got my key from them so that I could ask it questions and things like that. Like cool. I was curious because I I work in the cannabis industry. I've been in the cannabis yeah. industry for like fifteen years or so, and so I just I'll ask it questions about microbials and like treatment or like what would they do, you know, this type of stuff. I maybe I'm not as good as at the prompts, and I think that there's an art in how you're feeding it there right? is it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like a much more sophisticated right like google or ask jeeves you know it's like when you put something yeah. in quotes in google it's exact searching for these like you just have to right. be much much better with it i just tried it just try it i will say i found this one it's called pim eyes it's p-i-m-e-y-e-s.com and i read this article and it said you can upload a picture of yourself or take a picture of yourself and it will find all of the pictures of you on the internet. Okay. <laughs> and it'll give you the first seven for free. And then like, they want you to pay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, uh-huh. Um, so I decided I, I did want to try it. So I tried it and I don't know if you all remember, but like, couple years ago it was wrestlemania 33 so they just had wrestlemania 39 so like six years ago i came down to orlando i think time maybe we saw each other for wrestlemania 33 at camping world stadium in orlando stayed with owen and duncan um yep. kind of switched between the two and so at that time we dressed up and we went to wrestlemania's access which is kind of like their WrestleCon type thing yeah that, yeah you know WWE i remember puts on. when that happened yeah and own and i went viral on wwe.com digital exclusive because we dressed up as i dressed up as clint bobsky uh chris jericho's fake character from this like thing they did called southpaw regional wrestling and he was chad too bad baby you guys have probably seen him you know with his <laughs> mullet hair and that's chad too bad baby we went and they and WWE uh, Digital came up and had us do a promo for them, like while we were there. And then my sister texted me that she's like, "Why are you on the front page of WWE.com dressed as Clint Bobsky?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" Uh, yes. So, but but we went, and I had a wig on and like these glasses and this sports coat that with just it was all floral print, print like totally dressed oh, in this yeah. Chris Jericho character, and. 
I put in a picture of me a few days before I found out about it a few days before I had to put my dog to sleep. And I, I remember I was like, I'm going to take a picture right now because I had just been really upset about it and had been crying. Took a picture of my face. Eyes like puffed out, tears down my face. I had AirPods in like and like took a picture. The seven pictures it gave, it found me with sunglasses from like 10 years ago. All of them were me. It found me dressed as Clint Bobsky uh, on WWE. It like found seven pictures in seconds that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> so here's um here's a statement from I guess they they've been kind of studying how um, especially with like chat the introduction of chat GPT, which. I guess in its in its own right has gone through several iterations and is now moving on to its fourth iteration of ChatGPT. Um and they've all gotten sequentially like bigger in what the the AI is actually allowed to access or what it's been fed prior to being accessed. But even uh even with that there are people who have kind of been studying it who have said that it is and in its current state, six to ten years farther along since its inception than they thought it was going to be already. It is moving at such a rate of expansion and like it just itself getting better that it's outpacing by that number, even like the professional projections that of what they saw AI being used for. And I think a lot of it has to do with social media. And in the fact that the moment ChatGPT came online, everyone was like, here it is, and here's what I'm feeding it. So everybody jumped on and started feeding it. So now it's literally, I mean, if you watch TikTok, there are people there who are like, hey, I asked this chat AI to write me up an affiliate marketing program so that I could present it to this company to work yeah, with it. People are doing and, their resumes on there, yep. all sorts of shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's I I still haven't downloaded it either. I, I was curious, but I haven't opened it. I haven't tried it. Yeah, I tried I, it just because I was it curious. Is... I haven't delved deep. I, I think I'm like 10 questions into it, and that's over the course yeah. of like a month, maybe. I I mean it's instinctual, I feel like, for all anybody a human to feel the danger that's involved with it, I guess, like to a small degree. But at the same time, I think it's a great tool. I think it's going to help more than and it'll I, hurt. Yeah, and I'd agree with that. I think that's what I was getting at when you said, like, are you one of these people who thinks that it's going to do, you know, cause everything or, you know, to it's going to take everything? And I don't think it is, and especially when it comes to art, because the way I think about it is from what I've seen when it comes to pictures that it creates, whether it involves humans or not, although we'll get to the human thing in a second. Um, and even like music that it does and stuff like that. Yeah. The, yeah. Like it can do it, but the one thing that it can't do is like, I kind of feel like I can tell it doesn't have so like a soul. Like it doesn't have soul. I know it does. Mean. It's not like human. And I think that that's something you can't recreate with a machine. And I think that goes to kind of like, if you think about it, you're like, hey, say, I always wanted to learn to play the guitar or the piano or something like that, right? And then 
you're like, well, why would I do that when this AI can play anything I would ever want to play or learn and create and create new music that I would never do? But like yeah. humans, it can't do like, that yet. It can't, but like we like just doing things just for ourselves. Yeah. And like, which means that that won't go away, which means that then human art will still be created because people just instinctively yeah. and internally want to do that. Happen. And I just don't think that for as much as it can do, I don't think, especially when it comes to the art and things like this, I don't think, I think it, it's the uncanny valley. Like, you know, that, do you know what the uncanny valley is? It's that whole, it'll like, all, it'll get, it will always get close, but it will always be able to tell it's not because we're instinctual normal. as humans. It's not yeah. us. It's the whole, when you look at a robot or a cartoon or something and it looks so human, something, it looks so real, but you just know like a doll and you're just like, that's not human, but it looks like it. That's why apparently Pixar, when they first came out, like their first initial movie, I think that they did. They yeah. had to dumb it down. Yeah. They had to dumb it down because like people were creeped out by it because it looked too real. And people were like, yeah, but I can tell that's not a person. So it's like, I think that's the whole thing. There's no soul. There's no like human behind the thing. And I think that's where we're going to see the limitation. And it could be really good for like medicine, for like algorithm, you know, computer science, like all of these other things and things we haven't even thought of. Yeah. But I think when it comes to like art and other things, I just, I just don't think that, I think it'll do great things too. And it might inspire things, but I think we'll always kind of have that uncanny Valley. Like I just, it's not fully human. Well, I, I will think, say I love AI hands. I love AI hands. Oh, it's geez, that's, they weird me out. That's um, why I love it. It's great. <laughs> like, I, that's my favorite part of all the AI art. I, I just love those fucked up hands. I do think and, what you're, I, I do think what you're getting at, Matt, um, is the fact that while well, I think, like you said, it's it's great for medicine. It's great for a, a lot of applications where all we're doing is either improving the efficiency of how we make things. I think it'll be awesome for that. I think in automating prog like processes that we already have, it'll do wonders for us. But I think because it can still, at least in its current state, it can only respond because of what we fed it. It doesn't have that potential or that ability to like make new. So I think even if you could, if you could feed it all of the impressionist paintings that have ever been painted throughout time ever, I think it would still only be able to make art derivative of all those things because it can't create it yeah. can rep it it can make you it can make new art yes it could make new art but the art would still only be derivative of all the sample work it ingested because of how the system in its current standing works which is all so i think that's that what you're getting to too, right like so like we're prompting it to search and create from this vast thing that humans created if yeah. not, it didn't have anything to search for under that parameter, so it couldn't yeah, find so it, it, so it couldn't create anything new. Exactly. Um, now, and again, I don't want anybody to think that like I'm scared of AI because of what AI is. I am scared that we are going to keep feeding it and it's going to keep improving things at a rate 
that our society is not ready for. I think that, you know, if when you bring up, um, I don't know if you guys know what UBI is, um, universal basic income. It means that everybody just gets money for existing because you have to have money. Um, I think that is a real potential, not, not anytime like in the next 20 years, but I think the more jobs that AI and robots specifically pick up, we are going to, it's going to happen faster than we're ready to like, okay, what do we do with half the country's population? Because it's not that they don't want to go to jobs. There are literally no more human powered job. There are not enough human powered jobs to accommodate everyone like you you we you either can go get a you can't go get physical labor jobs because they're being done automatically they're they're automated you'd i mean assembly lines they're already all automated for the most part like it's i think ai is scary in that fact that our society is not ready to let robots take over but that's where everything's moving. All the people who make the decisions with the money, they're all moving towards robots because there's just more money to be made in, with robots. I mean, I'll be honest. It's been my job for the last many years to, I mean, I've been the VP of processing and automation for a multi-state mm-hmm. operating cannabis company where I do everything harvest through uh drying trimming curing and like i've installed large massive machines like literally like instead of like you know how like when you do you take weed and you like burp it in a jar mason jar you know you after you harvest it so like i've now installed across the country at multiple facilities large 32 foot long chambers that are seven feet wide and seven feet tall and i can fit about 16 1650 wet pounds of marijuana in there so wet bucked off the stem run through a wet trimmer so it still has some leaf on it put on perforated trays and i'm putting multiple and so 20 trays per rack is baker's racks in there and then i have the setting and it's in a room that is tempered and controlled to a certain humidity and temperature and then literally it just monitors what's inside there when once everything shuts and i have graphs and everything all on the computers telling me an alert and then when it hits above a certain humidity across everything, it opens and it vents all that moist air out and it intakes all the dry, cool, fresh air from the outside in and then it shuts and then it waits again. And so you're just sweating. You're just doing what you're doing in a mason jar. But you're doing it like a very large scale. And yeah, I mean, and you I don't need a guy like, there. Yeah. And I have rooms with like 18 of these 32 foot chambers in them. Yeah. Like just yeah. and. It's and, and that's the thing. It, ten years ago, in the infancy of the weed industry, all did what that all had to be done some you're, somewhat by hand, manually. Yeah, definitely by hand, manually. And you're also, I mean, you're also doing. Then there's the argument between wet trimming and dry trimming, which is, you know, I'm. I had to. I dry trimming. I still think is better, but when you get to certain commercial levels, you have to do it. And I think that this way of actually curing it and drying it like if you wet trim it up front doing this is the better way to do it rather than flash drying it which a lot of places do but so like you kind of got to pick and choose but to your point i think that that's like the universal income right like that type of thing there's going to be i think like 
and I would hope, I don't know, humans can be fucking horrible, but like there, I would hope that we get to a point where maybe a lot of that shit's taken away, right? Let's say in a perfect world, right? 20 years, 10 years, whatever. Automation and AI and everything takes a lot of mundane jobs, right? But on a universal thing, there is incentive because you can make more and do things if you're creating and stuff. So then maybe it allows humans to like, start being enter a more... creative renaissance yes a creative renaissance wouldn't that be perfect that would know that love that and that would be the greatest thing that i think would be the best possible outcome is that when you unburden people from having to work like uh, constantly like yeah because maybe maybe you want to do things yeah and maybe you only have to work like one or two days a week and like, you know, you almost have like a reversal of what work was for so long, that five day, two day off. I love that. I mean, maybe work transitions into like, yeah, I go to work like on the weekends because, yeah. man, I just I want to feel like I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. So you go and uh, maybe you work, you till some like handcraft, like super artisan farm. So it would be really awesome to see humans take that step and not be bitter and be like, cool, I now have almost near infinite time to do all the things that I wanted to do. Well, and any information I want, not only do I not have to research it on the internet, which was a big step, like us all having access to all the information and everything we want, like fingertips and YouTube and how-tos and all this shit. Now it's like, now I can just type in something, get that information to me in the way that I know I can consume it and like take it in. And then be like, okay, cool. Yeah, I thought I could do something like I'm thinking about with this. And then you could like more right. rapidly create things. It's yeah. A tool. And, and innovate. I don't know. Could be cool. So, all right. So we're not all, we're not, I think we're all kind of on a similar wavelength here. But I do want to see. Just so you know. Well, uh, Owen 2.0 <laughs> oh. doesn't hate it. Owen 2.0 also is going to show you now a video and see how creeped out you are. And I think Ty... Turn the camera off if you're gonna feel uh, feel like uh, you know getting your getting a little oh. hot because there are some hands in here. So oh. this so this is a <laughs> AI uh, hands? Yeah. yeah AI hands. So this is a like I said. So uh, on on the end of the first segment. So um, I saw this on Instagram. I'm gonna I'm gonna stream it off Twitter. I'll share the screen for you guys. And basically, this guy posted something on on the. 24th of april saying definitely wasted three hours of my life making this today everything is ai from the voiceover to the video to the images assembled in after effects more info below so um play this for you guys now and this is uh just let me know what you think share screen there's no i'm not gonna ask if you see like my cone uh, that's a Owen 1.0 type thing. <laughs> I see your Twitter. So. See my Twitter? Alright, here you go. Are you ready for best pizza of life? Bring friends down to Pepperoni <laughs> Hug Spot. Our chefs make pizza with heart and special touch. Cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and more secret things. Need delivery? <laughs> Pizzas come fast. Knock knock, who's there? Pizza magic. Eat pepperoni hot spot pizza. Whoa! You tell me, say thank you. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, yes. Pepperoni hot spot. <laughs> yes. It's like family, but with more cheese. <laughs> pepperoni hot spot. 
So I, does, I does one of you want to kind of walk us through what we what we just watched? So okay, so <laughs> do, you, do you guys ever get on the internet and they show you those pictures that are meant to like where nothing in the image is like something that's identifiable like your brain can't solidly latch on to anything in the picture <laughs> there were times where it was like on the close-up when they're talking about ingredients where that's what it felt like where it's like the only thing i could kind of identify was the fact that it was a pizza but like what was happening above the pizza couldn't i couldn't do it couldn't do and it and then um it, it was giving us like a lot of like those family shots where it's like everyone on the same side of the table yeah. like at the restaurant kind enjoying of like, an, a, like an old pizza hut commercial is the vibe i was getting you I remember know. those old pizza yeah. huts with like yeah like those places are uh, awesome. we still have an original pizza hut in our town but it's gone real downhill like i miss the old pizza hut it was so good really? <laughs> a lot of the original pizza huts that still stand you can't go you can't like go in them other than to like i guess pick up a pizza they don't have like dining rooms anymore or they're just delivery fronts i so, so it's... i i played in a band um multiples but one of them in like 2009 2010 we were touring all over the country and we had this van that we then turned into like a vegetable oil van right like in san francisco yeah. we drove like 36000 36,000 miles without paying for gas, um, which what? was awesome. We had two 40-gallon tanks in the back of that thing, and one of them was a dirty one, and we would go around, and we wouldn't go to, like, McDonald's. We would go to, like, Chinese places and get, like, peanut oil, and, like, we would go, and we would... We had this whole thing, siphon thing. We, we would literally, like, have the... We would take this long PVC tube, stick it through the grate, because they don't want people stealing it, stick it through. We had it sized the right way, We'd turn on a compressor and we had a gas handle thing and we'd put it in our 40 gallon tank and we would suck all of that out. And then we had all these filters in the center. And as you're driving, you click this switch and it like filters it all clean into the other 40 gallon tank. And it takes a couple to fill it. Like you get, you would get like three quarters about when it filtered everything out. So you could add more, but you could just keep doing that. And then you would just drive off it. You did smell like, fucking like chinese food and peanut yeah. oil, like everything did yeah but we did drive like th- uh, 36 almost thirty-seven thousand miles before it broke down when it did break down broke down we were i was driving back from we did chicago st louis with pretty lights and we we're driving back to colorado and then it was middle of the night two other guys are in the back the trailer pulling and the car just like right pulls over joaquini quietly dies quietly dies and i sat there like woke him up we were like all right we're gonna push it down like blah blah leave the trailer to the end of this ramp get down there and then we slept in the van stayed in this little town which is just like one exit it's called Joaquini, kansas it's 90 miles from colby there was a really large graveyard um there was a 7-eleven and there was an old school pizza hut and a truck stop and luckily this guy who was going to try and fix our van let us sleep in the garage in our van in his garage like while he was trying to fix it nice but it took three days and so and there was like no cell service either so we would just get like 40s and tall boys from the 7-eleven and walk around and buy the p and they had a pizza hut that was open and it had like the all you could eat and so we'd get go in around lunch 
And then we would take turns and we would go take long walks like around this cemetery drinking 40s <laughs> and like still just eat like pizza all day. But the, my friend Jackson, who was in the <laughs> band with me, by like the end of the second day, there was like this girl who was working at the pizza. He's like, dude, I think he's like, what do you think? He's like, I think if I ask her to come with me, I think I can tell her I could give her a better life. And like, she's totally going to come with me. I can get her out of this pizza. <laughs> like, he's like, I think I'm in Bro. love. I was like, do not do that. Do not fucking do Please that. Because you're probably going to end up back here if that happens. But uh, mm -hmm. the nostalgia of that Pizza Hut is is a big deal, man. So, Dude, so... That thinking, classic pan pizza. I know, I know it's yeah. kind of a little detour, but... When you, when you're a kid who grows up in uh, Waukenia, Kansas, Waukenia, or I yeah. assume, I assume you grow up in like one of the four houses that are on the edge of town, because they, you They're, need yeah. one guy to run the Pizza Hut, you need one guy to run the Seven Eleven. It's all in that same exit, man. You got like four corners to it, one on each side of the highway. So, and then, so I assume you live in some weird situation either that or you drive yourself in but like those weird little micro like honest micro towns where there's just nothing to them i, I always wonder how they stay afloat because i feel like if the one or two people that actually work at the 7-eleven just don't if one of them were to coincidentally die like yeah. the 7-eleven could just have to get closed because it's not like you have other 7-Elevens in the area to, like, feed workers from. You're the only thing for yeah. 20, 30 you're miles. You're receiving all the items. Yeah, yeah like, what? How do you... And, dude, like, if the 7-Eleven in, in that town closes, like, what so the that's, fuck happened? So that's it. So that's what would have happened to my friend Jackson. He would have tried to have taken her. Some shit would have happened. He would have ended up going back to visit. He would have been running that Pizza Hut now. Yeah, because she would have been like, "Well, they they need My a manager family, for the and we Pizza need a manager. Hut. You know, it's yeah. a good gig. Yeah. We, it's a low cost of living. You just settle it. Super in. low cost because you can live wherever you want. There's nothing here. Yeah, um, bro, it's it always makes me wonder if it's a better life. Like <laughs> it does because obviously it's you still have the internet. Like. That's what really gets me is like you could live anywhere, but as long as you could get a hold of the internet, I think you could just do whatever the fuck you wanted, right? Like who the fuck cares anymore? As long as I got the internet, yeah. I can access everything I want. Um like the internet and a gas station, I think I'm fucking good. <laughs> That's all I, I mean. Need. You, you uh, got everything you need in the gas station, right? Yeah, I can eat you got ramen snacks, and you got fucking <laughs> drinks. Beer. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, all I'd have to do is move to one of those make states it, where I they... I could make it work. I could make it work. I'm not saying I'm gunning for it, but I could make it work. Yeah. I mean, all I got to <laughs> do is move to one of those states where they sell um, straight-up liquor in yeah. gas stations. Dude, uh, do, can you imagine if Florida... Like, I, I mean, I you both have do. been here. Uh, but can did. you imagine was... if if Florida sold liquor everywhere, just not only in liquor stores? I don't know if they do it at um like in DC, but I will say when I was traveling a shit ton, like forty five weeks a year, 
these past few years. Like I was going to DC a lot or out and flying in and out of DC and like Boston and stuff. But there was this gas station. Every time I returned the rental car to Dulles, they sold liquor like shooters yeah. in the at the gas station at with that you would fill up the rental car with there. So I'd always buy a few, throw them in my bag, right? And then just bring them on the plane with me. And you order your thing and you put them in, even though they say not to, everyone's doing it, you do it. So I was telling my friend Kim about it and she was actually seated <laughs> next to me. And I was like, but the trick is you have to know, like, and I was flying so much, like I said, like 45 weeks a year, I was just using United. So I knew what they had in their mini bars. Thing is, yeah. in order not to get caught, you have to have the same brand and everything that they do. So if you accidentally leave it out, they're not going to be like, where the fuck did you get that? Right. You're like, yeah, I got it. I got this right. Not my fault that you don't remember. <laughs> so my friend Kim did it and she brought some on and I brought mine on and we were drinking vodka and it was like, they have new Amsterdam. It's like the blue bottle. Right. Like, and that's the, so they had on United. She was like, Oh, I thought these orange ones would be great. And they were bright orange. We had a few of the regular ones, and then she brought out the orange ones, and she forgot. And this, the stewardess, um, she was like, she came around. She's like, oh, where did you get those? It totally happened. Where did you get those? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, they we ordered. They gave them to us. And she's like, huh, we don't have those in first class. I'm going to go see about something. And I was like, Kim, get fucking rid of those right now. You down these other fucking regular ones that we have, and we put those there. And then we act like she's crazy. And it worked. <laughs> That's what always works. Yeah. Gaslighting. Yeah. Gaslighting 100% yeah. of the time happens. works every yeah. time. Just get, drink the, yeah, down this liquor and gaslight. <laughs> oh, even better. Drunken gaslighting. Yeah. All the best. Yeah. All of the best domestic exactly. violence stories start with drunken gaslighting. Exactly. Well, I will say before we move on to something, I do want to. I'm going to turn this down just because I want to see Ty's reaction. You guys can see my screen, right? Yeah. Wow. Look, look at these nubbins. Oh, yeah. Like, look at these AI non hands. <laughs> yeah. Look at this one. What's going on I here? I love it. It's I need got, it. Like, I it's this like guy. Look at this guy. I don't He's know making pizza on, on his arm. Yeah. Or do like doing a line of coke or doing like the, well, LeBron, and- Le- the LeBron thing. You know, look at his head too. Look at the look. That man does yeah. not have a normal head. So all of these it's images awesome. that were this commercial is great though. I like yeah. it a lot. I don't I know. Maybe that feels good, even oh. though it's weird. It feels good. Like this doesn't look like pizza. This looks like chips. It says <laughs> cheese, pepperoni, and it looks like chips in dipped in salsa or something. It's lava it, pepperoni. It oh, looks yeah. like a, a piece of a honeycomb, almost. Yeah. Secret things. Cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and secret things. There's like I'm a knife in lie. this pizza. The, dude, it, but it's like he's got it on like an awkward 90-degree angle knife where he's like poking and yeah. cutting. I don't... I don't... I, it, yeah. Again, it makes I, me feel uncomfortable. I'm gonna... I really I'll, enjoyed it. When I, when I'm I not post, gonna lie. When I post this episode, I will post this commercial to the group. Look at this that lady's mouth. She looks right like there. she's eating a taco. So good. <laughs> That's a Taco Bell AI commercial right there. That's what the fuck that is. I pepperoni Hug Spot. I would go to a place called Pepperoni <laughs> Hug Spot. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. You have to. Like family, but with more cheese. So, all right. Well, that's what I had. I'll make sure I do post that just so people people know uh, what we're talking it's about so in the, the radio show group. 
uh, when this gets posted. But um, I'm going to switch gears real quick. There is something that I did want to talk to you guys about. And it, 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 it was brought up because of a couple of things. One of them was I had Mikey B was so gracious to watch some professional wrestling. I know that's a cardinal rule to not talk about professional wrestling around here but if you are uh the the interim captain you can do as the captain does and and bring up wrestling uh but i will i'll keep it to that and say uh mikey b was uh, a fucking champ man and he watched four wrestling matches uh for ono uh wrestling and he and i did a podcast you guys can uh check it out i'll be releasing it next week uh while i'm gone diving with those tiger sharks some of the bloodiest wrestling I have ever seen. Oh. My goodness. They really gave me some slaughter fest to watch. My God. And we gave them all non WWE stuff, but within the past few years of like AEW and New Japan. But they, but there was a, a lot of blood just to kind of bring them up to speed and see. And it, I will say it was very cool to get a non wrestling person's perspective on this and talk to them. So, Mikey, thank you so much for that. And I will say, I, I had been thinking about it, but um, another thing that brought up is I've been re-listening to a lot of Haruki Murakami novels. He's one of my favorite, not my, not one of them. He's hands down my favorite and has been since high school, since I read The Wind-Up Bird Chronicle. I now will say that I think Wild Sheep Chase, A Wild Sheep Chase and Dance, Dance, Dance are like the two best and read those things in order for sure. But... Um, he's a Japanese author, probably one of the most famous. And the way that, and and I read his books before I listened to them, and I still think I don't know if I'm like getting it from now listening to it on Audible, but the way that they talk is just very. I just love the way they describe things. It's we talked about it with wrestling on the Ono Radio Show, Mikey. Just kind of that cultural difference between Japanese wrestling and that pay per view, yeah. and then. Um, you know, American. It's how did we say it was like? Um, what, what did we say? It was what more did, sophisticated. It was more sophisticated, right? I but they, I will very much agree. That, sophisticated, like, but simple. In all of Jap. Yeah, there's. It's simple, but very sophisticated, and in that simplicity, there's a lot of detail. I don't know. It, there's so much, and and I love it, and I and it made me think listening to it recently and having Mikey watch those and, and, and I was thinking about it, you know, it's, it got me thinking, you guys have talked to Owen 1.0. I'm going to refer to him just as 1.0 now. Um, <laughs> even when I talk to him, but I will say that it, it got me thinking, you guys have brought up anime when he's brought up wrestling and things like that multiple times. And I will say I've watched anime, but I've never watched anime. And like a, someone was like, Hey, this is the anime I like. It was like, hey, this is Cowboy Bebop, and I know it's fucking popular, right? So I'm gonna try and check yeah. it out, or like something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can't say I can't say I hate it. I just don't. It's I just never got into it. It's like you know, I have friends who like say the same thing about like friends who fucking love fish and still fucking go around the country with them, right? Like going to forever. like fish, and I'm just yeah. like, and I'm like, you know what? They're really great musicians. I've seen them live. They're great. It just doesn't do it for me. I don't get it. And yeah. I love that it does it for you, but I pro wrestling does it for me. You guys have the yeah. anime, you know, as one of a big thing that you guys have talked about. Tell me about it. Talk to me about it. Like what, 
like you can see that yes. I kind of understand, right? I think I understand at yeah. least a portion of it, but like there's got to be so. I much love more. the I love the subtext of the way you bring it up. Like I I mean it when I say I've gone overboard with my anime nerdisms. Like I I watch everything, <laughs> like almost everything seasonally. There's new shows that come on every season. Like where, there's a where winter, are you watching spring, these? summer. Like I know they do things um, on. Um, I I know they have stuff on Hulu and it's like is or is there like a main? Yeah. Crunchy, Crunchy roll, like the the Supreme Commander right now. If there ever was one, like their animation was a really big one, but Crunchyroll is merged with them. And then there's a couple others out there. There's recently one called High Dive and a few others. And you have to pirate some because some aren't available on like streaming apps. You have to like okay. actually pirate some because there's no other way to do it. <laughs> um. Pirating used to be way I mean easier, it. by the way. I will tell you. Oh, that. yeah. It's like uh, way more difficult still... nowadays. What's just because you got to hide? Pirating. Yeah, yeah. I'm not pirating very often. I'm usually pirating something I paid for, but, you know, lost it. Right. Somehow. Just can't get access to again. Yeah. Truthfully, though, like what I'm saying about that, like the Japanese sophistication in the ways of like anime has so many different sub-genre different styles of things and i'm getting into manga now too like actually reading the manga and the comics you know yeah and there's so, also like oh, so, there's so much there's, <laughs> there's all right so, much. so so let's talk about like one aspect that you guys have talked about on the show multiple times which is like you know and and it's this like isn't there like a show about people who just like play basketball or like something like that <laughs> yeah, like, oh, the, yeah okay so um at least there's for me few. there's a few my okay. my i don't watch as much of like the fantastical anime as a lot of other people do um most of the anime that i watch is either sports anime um like uh Kurokuno basketball which is uh, i believe what one of the ones you're talking yeah. about um it's good it's a banger it's good. yeah no it's an amazing <laughs> and it, it is interesting to see just the level of interaction that they put into these because there there is there's no like fantastic element to it other than a small amount in the basketball in the actual basketball playing um, I think that but that's, so... isn't that the point? Like, and that's what I, and without having watched it, but like with our talk of like this with Japanese culture and the sophisticated, like, isn't it more kind of like that's the simplicity it's about the... and that's the beauty of like what's happening. It's just like these other interact and maybe this basketball thing is what brought these people together, but like, that's not the thing. It's like them being together is kind of the thing is just like, that right. You right right stafford you you nailed it almost too much on the head is the <laughs> the popular joke about anime is that no matter what you're facing through the power of friendship and teamwork <laughs> there are shows we, that go against that grain but it does there happen are some, a lot but like a different one of the biggest hmm. in in but in but <laughs> almost almost regardless of the genre there is a large percentage of those animes that at some point 
and more than likely many points, it will come down to it. And the deciding factor for whatever is happening comes through a revelation by the character that without his friends or his teammates or the people that were supporting him or some other combination of supporting factors, they would not be able to achieve the goal, whatever the goal is. They would not be able to achieve it without all of those friends or family. It's a very Japanese thing to be like reliant on the power of your the people yeah. around you. Seems but like, like even in sports anime, so you could go specifically and just say sports anime, like there's so many different sports anime and in, in, in Japanese culture. Like recently, I like specialty sports stuff. Like there's Yuri on Ice is an all out fucking banger. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like if, when, Sorry, when you said it's specialties, rid- I'm like, you're watching like Special Olympics anime. Is what I <laughs> well, I would not if that there that was. not that that would be I a would. bad thing, but that's just when you the way you said it. Sorry, but go ahead. Only no, to no, the no, power no, no. of friendship <laughs> and teamwork. I was well, like, well, wow, maybe... you're this really tells There's us where a... Ty's heart lies. He's <laughs> fucking good dude. Oh man, there's so many different things out there, but like there's like um like uh Japanese archery, which is Ki- Kyoto, Kyoto, something like that. Sounds like a city. But uh, they recently, like, they had another show that was Kudo. just about archery. Uh, yeah, Kudo. And it's like uh, five men, five boys in high school, of course, that are in this archery club, but, like, grow through the years and become badasses. But it's also about Zen and, like, finding balance in life and shit. Yeah. And you're like yes give me that i want all of this okay so um specifically like the kuroko no basketball the main protagonist is kuroko who is in all respects like the least impressive basketball player ever um but where he shines is his physically he's a very small boy um, but where he shines is his ability to just kind of move about the court unnoticed, like okay. because he's so because he is so unimpressive and so physically demure. He like blends into just, the background, like he's just yeah, and like <laughs> and he, and he can't so he, much, but he's doing a lot. It's just no one's paying attention. Yeah, and he spends like two story arcs without he never shoots the basketball, and it's like a massive revelation to him when he realizes that because like through working with his buddy who is like a very old friend who he used to know and like he realizes like he's known how to shoot the whole time he just had to like figure it out through teamwork through teamwork but Teamwork. but yeah it just so i think that's the thing like again (laughs) i i watch mainly very real real life anime the other one i like to watch um which is my my anime oddity i like to watch a lot of slice of life anime yeah which is usually it's kind of like it sounds it's normal people doing no it's like uh there was like the sims in anime 
what it sounds like. No, uh, no. notably one that my wife likes to pick on me for was a an anime about a high school girl who was scared to talk to one boy who she had a crush on. So she decided that she wouldn't talk to him or engage in like flirtatious activities with him until she slept with a hundred boys. Then she uh, would go proceed. Is that rent a girl? No. Which no, it oh, was I, there, I've looked was there tentacle before. porn involved? What genre no, is and, that? Uh, it's, again, it's it's yeah. just it's the slice of life, but uh Oh, it's a slice of life, okay part of it there's there's a bunch of different things in that culture too like i don't know man anime is i i almost given up watching real shows like it's I still, a there's some things i still like but i, I really have you guys man. seen severance that's just <laughs> well that's the thing severance? man like severance i can't awesome. i can't watch like serious tv dramas like they they just don't do it for me like i need another i need another element like this uh, one's Game like a mind. Great. This one's a mind. Do you guys have you guys seen Severance or know what it no. is? It's on Apple. Uh, it's it's got Adam Scott, who was uh the guy from Parks and shit like that. Uh, he's in Step Brothers for a second. Yeah, the one where uh, they him. Don't know it's what got they do when they go to it's work. got Christopher Walken. Yeah. It's got uh fuck. It's got. I totally watched it. It's got you did yeah. So you get yeah. you get severed. You can choose to take this procedure, which I'd love to know if you guys would take this procedure. You get a procedure. You can you can elect to take a procedure where you'd be severed, where they do implant something to your brain, where there is you outside of work, and you don't know what you do for work. You just go to this place every day, and when you get go in the elevator, like this chip clicks. Then there's the version of you at work that does all of the work and everything that doesn't know anything about the outside you, and so yep. like so you're completely severed from your outside and real life. But the person who is on the inside, whenever they leave and you go to your outside life and come back, it feels like it's no time at all. So you feel like you're constantly at work. Right. So would you do oh, that? Oh, wow. I mean. So, so wait. So there the would be you, a. The you that is making the decision is the one that doesn't remember work at all. But the exactly. one of you that is at work is like a slave to the job forever yes but you don't know it because you're not working exactly and you also don't know what you're doing even the you inside the job you right. don't know what you're doing in the show you scroll through this computer which is like an old school really old school computer it's like that green and black screen and it has <laughs> they these never numbers explained on it. it exactly you scroll through it and they yeah. just say that like you have to get a feeling of fear when you see a certain number when you're scrolling through all of this and when you do that you move it to a certain folder and it's gone, and you're done with it. It's huh. organizing numbers and into yeah. weird categories, but it's it's fucking good. That was a so, good show. Would you guys do so, it? Okay, no. based. I say no. I, I okay. So here's the deal: if if I was doing my job now, like again, if if I had to do this weird job where I was just when I get scared, I delete files. Yes, 100%. Like, please don't let me, like, know or remember that when I go home. I don't want to do that. Um, but I also think for my job now as a cook, if I could not know about that part of my life, like, if I could literally shut it out and not deal with it, 
if as long as I could cook on the outside, like as long as like all my technical skill and like knowledge yeah. and proficiency with kitchen equipment and all that wasn't also trapped inside of that weird part of my brain. Yeah, I would 100% do it. I don't I don't like being at work. Like my job I do because I'm very good at it and I have found a niche that I can survive in, but um if I could forget it every single day when I went home from it, I would. Okay. I don't like my and especially with my job now, like there's like two people at my work who I actually like in interact with and enjoy interacting with. Um, other than that, everyone else is constantly just asking me to do stuff for them that they don't want to do. So I would much rather forget every single bit of it when I wasn't there. That's fair. Now, do they now hold on? Do they describe how you how the like the work version of you feels in that you are literally never not so, working? So the or is that like a big part of the show? You can escalate, and it takes a while to escalate, but you can send a, a letter out to your outside self that they'll deliver, and then the outside self will send a video message back to you saying whether they accept. Because they're like, I want to resign. Resignation is a thing. I can get, you know? And, like, then oh. like people try and do it, and then there's a video of, like, the regular version being like, I'm sorry. Like, this is just how it is. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not reversing this. But uh, so wait, are there people in the world that this isn't their life? Like yeah. they are just regular people. Yep. And does it like show them that they are happier or sadder because it of does, said? It makes that it it makes that juxtaposition because like Adam Scott in the in the TV show without giving too much away, um, it, like he has his sister and her family and stuff like that that he interacts with and like. It's just when he goes to dinner parties, they're like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to bring up that you're a severed and like that you because it's it's like kind of like weird if you're severed. Yeah. Right. In society. Oh, So well, you're like, uh, it's kind of like you chose to do this new elective, like experimental thing. And it seems really weird to people. Right. OK. Yeah. So that, I mean, that is it's super interesting. So I'll, I'll check it out. Sorry. I know this isn't the severance podcast, but ah, uh, no, but you know, I mean, that is an interesting like look on interesting life because again, you know, given the option to not have to deal with work to just only ever have to experience like the enjoyable part, not to say that there aren't enjoyable parts of my job, but it's work. I don't okay. think I know anybody that wants to work. If given the chance or given the opportunity to not go to work and not have any financial or any issues because of it, I think everyone ultimately would say, no, I don't want to go to work. So I think yeah. that's, uh, that'd be a really fun thing to explore. Some people do like what they do. They want to experience it. I'm not talking about my phone jockey job right now. Cause I don't really care. But then then you for example ty if they said hey man you can you'll get ubi you'll you can basically just noodle on a guitar or spin tape or <laughs> make art or or literally that's what you get to do from like when you want to to when you don't want to you sleep whenever you want yeah. to but you know for eight hours every day you disconnect and then work tie is work tie 
Yeah. I mean, uh, dude, I, I do you want to work? I watched the show. I like the show. I I feel like life has a good balance. You gotta you gotta enjoy. Yeah, it's, time yeah. off after working. Like there's the important juxtaposition of work and relaxing. But maybe you only say that because you've never had the experience of I just get to do whatever I want and I never have yeah. to worry because work tie has all the bills covered. Like and and that's the thing. But if, I, again, I don't want to say that that doesn't exist because there are people in our world who through stature or their their parents have given them whatever basically they, there's no limit on what they can do you see those people and yeah some of them are sad but i dude i can't imagine that it's the the sad like the i'm sad moments outweigh the cool i'm doing whatever i want to do and like i can have whatever i want i i can't in my head imagine that the sadness weighs out over the I, unbridled joy of not having things you should to watch have to the do. show you should I, you should I, I might have to now you should i see what you're saying and i think it's interesting because i mean i think you know when i i realized it a lot we've it, it comes back to 1.0 would say it but i agree with them it all everything always comes back to wrestling and i think you guys would agree because i think this also comes back to anime when you guys were talking about like the zen and the balance of life and such I will say it was, you know, I I worked for a lot of years, like I said, in Canvas, like, slaved to that, like, to get to where, what I was doing. And then I got to a point where I was on the road 45 weeks a year, and I literally, had, like, it broke up a relationship, like, all of these things. And I was like, so I had the re realization, at what point, does this matter? And I've like achieved this if I have no friends or family to share it with. Yeah. Matt, what I can is, relate what, to you. What is the point? What is success then? Yeah. Exactly. Because... So then you start so then you start questioning that. And then then the juxtaposition, because I think you see that, like you were saying, Mikey, you get the people who get really like sad, like they have this thing, but there's a sadness within them because they just don't know what they want to do. But the juxtaposition of that is like when you see people who are like, and I, and I don't know if this is true, but I've always wondered like when you're looking at like billionaires or things like that, you know, like someone like fucking Jay-Z or something, right? That dude doesn't have to work, right? But yet Ever, he never still again. does do things. And I think that's the inherent yeah. human nature to want to get up and do something. But if you can do it on your own time and on your own buck, that's the fucking dream and it's something that you care about right like it's a way to do yeah. it and i think that's the balance you guys are talking about that's that like and i think that's what the sh that show is like how much do you want to separate that because it does feel good to do things from time to even though work can be and should be tough at times you feel good about achieving something or putting in a good yeah. day work like you said ty and then having an evening off and being like yeah i just I put in a good day's work. I'm going to fucking chill out. I deserve this. Right. Like you're like, Damn right. right. That that's a part of human nature too. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. we have a, we have a cabin, like our family has a cabin in Canada where yeah. we, my dad will go up for like a half a year. Sometimes he's, he's up there, but um, you know, it's like part of 
maintaining it is you got to go out you got to cut down trees you got to clear paths yeah it's like but as much work as it is there is a real rewarding feeling about it like like more so than in most situations like working for somebody in town doing some stupid job you don't care about yeah that's fine <laughs> but no. but like keeping up the land in certain ways clearing paths building things to make your life there daily better i don't know man i find that awesome um it's pretty like, yeah. Hey, when you were talking when you were talking just the, just now it you did bring up something you, you said that there's a juxtaposition between those people who work 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 and they they get to those positions but you know they don't have any like what's the point because you, you don't have a, a life but then there's those people who just don't know what they want to do and so they you know they feel unhappy because they just don't know what to do um well, I can tell you that it's weird because I've in the past few years, I've suffered both of those, um, you know, growing up as a cook, they tell you, like, if you work really, really hard, you'll make it to the top and you'll run the restaurant. You'll be the GM. Yeah, that's and that's the goal. That's what they that's what they preach to you, because that's what they need you to do. They need people to constantly enter the system and run through it. And that's what I did for like 15 years. I worked my butt off and I did everything I was supposed to and I made it to the top and it ain't shit it was awful it, it was just a horrible life because you yeah. work 60 to 80 hours a week and it nearly like ate my marriage apart and... yeah any time off you have you're exhausted you don't want to do shit so I quit and now I'm stuck in this zone of like well, fuck, like the, the goal that I've worked my entire life for is a trash goal. It, it's not worth it. So now what do I do? So I think that's where I'm at now. So I think it's just yeah. odd. It's odd that you said just those two things because I've literally been through both of them. And now I'm in a place where I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, and I don't want to say that I'm more happy that I'm not in restaurant, like that I'm not a general manager anymore. Um. Because there are things that were enjoyable, like being at the top, but there's also the idea that, like, I don't have a dream anymore. I don't know what it's supposed to be anymore because that was the dream. That was, and I and thank you for sharing. I appreciate that because I it's actually very similar because I got to that point and then I quit that position, right? And it took mm -hmm. a lot, and I was like, no, I'm done. And they tried to get me to stay, like you know and they were like anything you want what do you like they were like we're not saying give us a list of demands but if you're a rock like say you were a rock star and you like showed up at a venue what's your rider say and i was like sounds like a list of demands to me and i was like <laughs> yeah I, and then, but i i actually said to hr and to my boss and the ceo i was like i like this isn't a money play this isn't a power play I was like, can you give me inner peace? I was like, that's kind of what I'm like, kind of searching for, I think. And I was like, but yeah. I, this ain't it. And then I ended up leaving. And then they offered me a new position. They created a brand new position for me, for me to be able to work from home and do this. There. And so I'm doing it. I'm good at it, but it doesn't fulfill me. And I And so I'm yeah. in a very similar limbo of what you're saying, where like, you do all of this thing for so long and this is the goal. And then you're like, you reach the peak. Right. And then you're like, well, the view up here is not fun. The view up here. Isn't that great? Like, why so, did I, 
Why did that? So try? yeah. So I will say this. I'll I'll bring it back, and then and leave you guys on this because, and we can move move on. But I so bringing it back to why I asked you about the anime and the Haruki Murakami books. Yeah. Um. There is a there's a story that he says in one of them. I think it's dance, dance, dance. Yeah, it's dance, dance, dance. And the the story is that there are three brothers. These three brothers, they um, are told they go to like a place in Hawaii. He had visited Hawaii in this book. The character had he's talking about it. It's like there's and there's this whole story in Hawaii. There are these three brothers. They're all from the ocean to the earth, and it was. Okay, well, now you take these boulders and you roll, roll, roll up higher and higher and higher, and you move up to the top of that mountain in Hawaii, but you can choose to stop whenever you don't want to push this boulder anymore, right? And But that's where you're going to stay for the rest of your life, and that's where you'll be. And when you get to the top and you can't push it anymore, you leave it there, and you'll be at the top of this mountain, and it is where you'll stay and where you can be. So the first brother... He starts going up. The first brother goes up and he gets a little bit of the ways in from the beach, kind of into the brush. And he's like, you know what? I think I'm fine here. I've got the beach. I've got fish. I've got like all these things around me, like blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I think I'm good here. And so the other two brothers go on. He's like, I'm swear I'm going to be from now on. Second brother, there's two brothers. They get midway up the mountain. He's like, you know what? I don't want to push this thing anymore. He's like, I think I'm good around here. He's like, I've got like berries i've got some like canopy he was like there's birds like all this stuff like i think i can i i think this feels right to me and so the third brother pushed all the way up to the very very top and just like they had said he had the best view out of any of them he could see the entire world from the top of this peak right and that's where he was going to be forever but there was no food, there was no water. He had to lick moss. He had to like eat like algae, like all the things that were tiny growing off. So like he had this best view and had gone through all of this and pushed it up. But he didn't have the things that the other brothers had when they chose to just say yeah. like, this feels right. And I think that's very poignant. And I think it's kind of crazy that yeah. actually I recently listened to that and that our conversation got us here. So very cool, guys. Very cool. Um, I will say maybe... Maybe one day, if you guys ever choose to do it, uh, I'd let you guys do the same on me, where you guys gave me some anime, the same way I gave Owen and I gave Mikey some wrestling. I would watch it, and you guys Ooh. could ask me about it. So maybe that could be a Patreon thing that you guys do. Um, Mikey, I tell I me, think he... I, tell me interests. Just short, short, like two, three things that are up your alley, because anime can can cover most of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh pro wrestling music uh girls in yes. yoga pants uh animals um okay, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. that's There's enough couple, yeah, I, yeah i can already think of, of a couple coming right now so good all right um well mikey i think you might have a this or that for us which i would absolutely love to play but before i do that i will say you guys talked about it on a podcast previously owen was having some fucking gripes with cotton candy. Forget where you two li <laughs> laid on that. Where did you guys end up on I'm that? I'm cool with it. I don't know why yeah. Owen, Owen said it. I think Owen came. His statement was, was that it's not manly. Grown, yeah, like fully yeah. All right, well, this captain, this 2.0, is eating cotton candy. Bam. On the show right now, we're yeah. talking about anime. You guys could even put up some backgrounds. That's the way this captain runs. This oh, show. hell yeah. <laughs> so, oh, you know. Uh -huh. Let me get 
Oh, but not just. Bl- oh, I don't. I will say, <laughs> I did talk to Owen about this after, and I said, "You were really fucking hating on Connie Candy," and I was like, "You know what? I just ordered fucking." <laughs> I just yes. ordered all of it. This cotton candy right here, and one he was happy. <laughs> What's his brother? What's Ron Howard's brother's name again? Clint Howard. Clint. Oh, yeah. He yeah. doesn't look like a Clint. Oh, it's an emoji. Nice. Camel tie. What's up? Yeah. Not better than a camel toe, but a camel tie. A camel tie. Puppy dog tie. tie. Yeah. Cat tie. Yep. All right. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, I will say this. So, this cotton candy that I'm eating right now, um, so um, flamboyantly on this show, just to piss Owen off. Um. Yeah, look at this. Look, at, they've got backgrounds going on. They've got uh, face filters. Oh, there it is. Yeah, oh, this is the yeah. type of fun that you're missing out with Owen 1.0. Look at that. Owen yeah, 1.0 would never let me. Put, he'd put never let us. He'd never let you have a pig face on your face while sitting on a <laughs> backdrop of Ron and Clint Howard. Yeah, I appear looks like a Steelers game or something. Possibly a Steelers game, bro, and and they're they're old too. Owen one point would never let this happen. No, he would I'm never like... let Pig Mike. He would never let Pig Mike do a a a very deep uh, this or that, which is uh which is what we're gonna do. Um, so guys, I'd like to welcome you to this or that. Cause you can go with this, or you can go with that, or you can go with this, or you can go with that, or you can go with this, or you can go with that, or you can go with us. So come along with us, folks, into a this or that. Um, Matthew, because I I didn't really know where the show was gonna go, I didn't really have like a unifying theme for this or that this week. So I just decided to do my generalized uh, this or that, which is welcome to the deep end. Um, these are all just going to be existential questions to kind of see where you guys lie in your in your personal opinions and your morality. So come along with me, folks, along to question one. Guys, would you rather be incarnated as a fly or just cease to exist when you're done. I take, I'd take the fly because I would cease to exist after the fly. Yeah. In the logic that I'm hearing, and flies, yeah. I think, only live for like a day. But right. But also, I mean, which could so feel like an eternity. Yeah. Which could feel like an eternity. There's this Italian theoretical physicist named Carlo Rovelli. Is this book called The Order of Time? fucking amazing it goes through like how humans like we conceive time based on the cycles and then how we made clock towers and time zones and all that stuff then he gets into his time absolute or relative Einstein's theory on relativity and all this stuff then he gets into quanta and like quantum physics fucking awesome and benedict yeah. cumberbatch narrates it on audible so it's just oh, so sexy uh... in your ears and but so the the theory is just that like what a fly's lifetime being like a day or two yeah so what feel... they yeah so what they've proven with what we have with our with time devices with clocks and and stopwatches they've proven um multiple multiple times through scientific research 
that time move fa moves faster at elevation than it does at sea, sea level. So like you're in Florida, so time for you is actually a little slower. So you age a little slower than I do up in Colorado. I'm up at a mile high in Denver. So I'm actually, I age a little more quickly. They, they've timed that out. And so then the perception is based on like how you're perceiving time off of that and in that vast expanseness of it. So if you're smaller then time, the theory is must seem much longer even though it's the same because it's just absolute but then you go into but it's relative to what you're comparing it to and that's what humans did like if i said i had to be somewhere like you were coming over here at six so you leaving is relative to the time that you and i agreed for you to show up yeah you know like that Oof. sort of thing so so that's the whole fly thing is like i think i'd do it it might feel like an eternity, but does it? But it, but it begs the question: Am I going to just cease to not exist after the fly? As well, I doubt it. Like the fly inspires the hope of reincarnation to that's something true. else, right? Whereas yeah. ceasing to exist, you're oh, just done. that's yeah. I'm still gonna go fly then. I mean, in my mind, I'm gonna tell you it was just. Gen general even though i feel somewhat connected and spiritual and open and what what have you but still that is what i think happens i think when we die we just die and yeah probably have no recollection of what happens after we die and our atoms disperse but yep but in this this or that i'm definitely taking the fly <laughs> yeah uh, I will say I, too, would uh, shoot with the fly option for this one. Um, and as one who generally in my own life uh, believes that I, we, too, we're just done. Um, same reason I feel like you can't resurrect people because, like, our, our personalities are just a, uh, like, a re result of, elect like, electricity flowing through chemicals in our head. Um, and I feel like once the electricity died off and those chemicals, like, stopped interacting that's gone your consciousness is just gone and even if you fired it back up i don't think it would be the same you'd just be a blank i think so. that's what reincarnation is yeah yeah so you, you just, just dissolve, end up as a blank you dissolve back into the ether i was i will say this i i don't know if you guys know who duncan trussell is or have ever like watched um his show uh on netflix um, I'm a big fan of his podcast, have been for, for fucking ever, but he had this one thing where he's talking about it while in like a Pope costume or something and kind of tripping, <laughs> I think. But he's like, he's like, I think this is what it is. He's like, we're just all like in this fucking flow, an ocean of the fucking of the universe, which is chemicals and fucking elements and things like that interacting. And he's like, and then like, we're like dolphins. We like in this human consciousness form got to jump out of that giant fucking thing. And he's like, and we got to do some flips and be like, oh, this is fucking cool. It's like, and then when it's over, you just fucking drop back into that fucking sea of elements that are just constantly fucking right. moving around and expanding. Yeah, that's yeah. actually impressive. I like that. Right. Just I love it. Pop out for just a quick a burst bit. and you live yeah, your life and flips, then have some fun. And then back into, and then the next time you get spat out as whatever. Yeah. You pop out into the free air for a couple seconds, live your life. That's it. Back right in. <laughs> Not that's, to stick that's anime back comforting. in. 
but a lot of anime has a lot of isekai reincarnation in another world reincarnation as a fucking soda vending machine is coming out soon there's reincarnation as i could be reincarnated as a soda vending machine dude they in in this one anime you can yeah yeah. (laughs) that's out there that okay so the isekai (laughs) genre of anime is such a trip it's gone nuts um because what does it mean is a kai so it's basically uh, you're in another trapped. world yeah you're trapped in another world yeah not necessarily trapped. are you conscious you don't of know the, rules. the fact that you're trapped in another world in some of them uh, yes and some of them no in anime's ca- or anime manga's case i would say mostly you're aware of it like most of the time the people retain their prior consciousness but there are ones where you are, you don't. But for the most part, you do. Yeah, I, would I, I mean, it started kind of pissed if I did get reincarnated as a vending machine. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'd be pissed. <laughs> but what if you just woke up as a omni powerful god in another world? I'd be down with that. I mean, that'd be okay. But the, yeah. the vending machine one, <laughs> yeah, the vending machine one, the not so much. <laughs> I'm excited for the. There was one recently as a one's like an intelligent sword can hover around, be a badass sword. Kinda that like was Skywalk? actually really fulfilling. It was kind of sort of, but but a sword. Yeah, I mean, but he's a sword. He needs a wielder, which is kind of annoying, but yeah. He needs a wielder <laughs> to do what? To be a sword. All right, to sorry. Carry him it's around. It's true. All right, that's it, Mikey B. You just nailed it. All right, what's next on this or that? All right, it so... also looks like sorry on your screen. It looks like Ron Howard has a microphone stand coming out of growing out of his chest. Like, he does. I, that's yep. that's the Ron Howard I know and love. Old yeah. Mike Chest Howard. Yeah. Um. So, guys, question number two is it's a weird one, but uh, I, I think you guys will will enjoy it. Batting it around. Um. Would you rather sell all of your possessions or sell one of your organs? Like, for some reason, you need money, but the only actual ways you're going to get money are to either sell all of your possessions or one of your organs. Now, obviously, it'll be an organ that you could live. It's not a vital organ? Yeah, obviously, whatever <laughs> organ you had to give up, you can continue to function. Or they have found a replacement part to fill its spot. Um, but yeah, they want an organ or all your possessions. Where are you guys leaning? Hmm. Are they e- their equal value? Well, I mean, for sake of argument, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Your organs, Matt, are actually because it looks like you got some nice stuff around there. Um, so it, you, your organ, whatever it is, is in real good condition and it's doing good. So yeah, your possessions and your think, organ are equid. I think I the possessions, man. I think I'd keep the the OG yep. organ. I'm leaning. I'd keep that the, way the too. and here's the and here's the reasoning. Get rid of the possessions because if ever you needed them, you could always get possessions back. If you're or and you keep that organ and then it starts to fail and they already have the ability to trade it out, which was part of the deal at the beginning, 
that you could get a swap one out, that means that when that organ starts to fail, they can put a mechanical one in, probably with some AI. So yeah, I'm going. That oh, route. dude, a a smart kidney. When did yeah. you get a smart kidney? Yeah, <laughs> I can't. You can't. Like this is the only. Like this is like the only Matthew Stafford of this version. You know, uh, like I don't know, spleen you can get. This is a one of one. And, it, and it's a uh, still functioning. Like my it's spleen isn't like garbage yet. Yeah, it's a until one we of like. One. So until like, we that's get to what the I'm multiverse, like, that. get rid of the shit. All this other stuff. This is you can get all this shit again if you needed to. Most of it. Yeah, until get we get to uh, until we get to the multiverse where there's a a, a Matthew Stafford who has like nine pancreases and yeah, right? they're like yeah, just he floods the, the market with yeah. extra. Your one of one is now like a one of ten. Ten. So yeah. He's like, then, yeah you're like God, motherfuckers. Yeah, but the thing um, is, you need nine to live. Yeah. Oh yeah, he <laughs> needs nine pancreases to yeah. be functional. Yeah, but he has ten. He's doing good. He's doing good. Um, guys, I what did Ty, I wait, what did Ty say? Yeah, I, Ty. I was leaning your direction. It's tempted. Like, can I sell him my already failing pancreas? I mean, can I do that? <laughs> yes, pick, but pick they'll, my, I'm but already they'll diabetic. Want... They'll want like a another lesser organ since you're already giving them a, a like a bob a bobo Ooh, organ anyways. No, they only get one. <laughs> yeah, but see, they then they want like a, one of your good organs. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think like in my possessions that I still have. I mean, I, I, there's some records I don't want to get rid of. Ah, uh, I'd probably get rid of all my possessions too. Yeah. That's I'm not ticket. a slave to him. <laughs> That's the ticket. What about you, Mikey? Bro, I've never like made a real connection with any of my organs. Like I don't, I don't know them. <laughs> they they just do their thing. Yeah, but they like some of my shit, man. some of my stuff, like dude, I had to work. I a had to work a long time to get most of it. I I've got some of it with my friends, like. There are some memories built into some items that I still possess that, like... Look at these awesome headphones. Have you even seen these things? Yeah, Ty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, out, Ty, you're giving you away space. almost... One of, like, your headphones, that's almost, like, two grand. Are you just going to give motherfuckers two grand headphones when you could easily give them, like, a kidney? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. but I will ask you this, Mikey, because this is the existential question then. The existential question with what you said is I've made a connection with all of these. So I yeah, it seems like you're leaning that way. The existential question is, but could you have done that and made those connections without the organs? Yeah, I mean, if it's oh, just like one kid, you're right. Sorry, I forgot yeah, about that fact. They're yeah, bro. Uh, if I'm just, if I have to give up like my gallbladder, and they're like, "All right, Mike, you can't eat fried foods for the rest of your life." Damn it! But you still have your like sweet Michelangelo Ninja Turtle collection, and I'm like, <laughs> I think I've made a good choice. I think I did yeah. it right. All right. I mean, when and plus when you guys are. And when Ty is living in his basement with nothing, 
I saw and... a lot of things, believe it or not. <laughs> Ty, well, Ty, this is all your personal possessions that you just got rid of. When I'm like, hey, Ty, do you want to hang out? And he's like, oh, I, I wish I could, but like, I don't have a car. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, it was organ or car. And I was like, well, I'll take the car. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess. Yes. All right, man, I'll see you later. I'm going to go to the bar. I'll, I'll get one you. soon. I'll see you. It'll yeah. be fine. I'll see you. <laughs> now, I guess, the, I guess the real problem would be, like, if I give up a kidney, they're going to be like, well, hey, man, you probably shouldn't drink all that much anymore. And I'm like, I shouldn't have sold you my kidney also, but I did that. (laughs) Right? Bros, I mean, I guess it's pitfalls on both sides of the canyon for this one. I think Uh, it is. But I I think uh, sell all your possessions does take it. So we'll move on to our final question of the evening. Guys, given this, this is, this one does actually kind of tie into what we were talking about. but would you rather live your entire life in a virtual reality where all your wishes are granted or just live out here in the regular world? Hmm. Man. Ty, one eye, what do you got to say? Wait. What? <laughs> Ty, would you rather live an entire your entire life in virtual reality where all your wishes are granted, but it's not real? Or my whole life? Your whole life. Like the whole time? Yeah. Like from a baby, they put the goggles yeah. on you and you it's just... like you're severed, man. But you're just always yeah. in that version. But every wish you ever wanted is always granted. Or but it's not real. But it's not real, Ty. And you're Do aware I know it's not real? Yeah. yeah. You know. Okay. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> it's tempting. It's tempting. It's tempting. All your wishes, Ty. I know I've heard some of your wishes. They're not happening in the real world. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go back the other way. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I can make my wishes happen to some degree. In the real all world. of them though all of them, all of them. <laughs> there's some really weird ones <laughs> yeah I bro mean, tentacle porn came up already i, I want to see it's that's a hundred percent gonna happen in your vr world it's yeah. gonna be great i'm, I'm going vr fuck it <laughs> <laughs> matt what do you what do you have to say i'm go- i'm going <laughs> You look at Ty with that on your face. You look like that little Richard scary worm. That's you remember. <laughs> that's what you remind me. Oh yeah, the <laughs> the green the shirt and the hat the you have world on, but you've got scary. like the one eye. Yeah, Richard scary. You look like the little. Well, he was the he was great, dude. I think he had like a fedora <laughs> though. Um, yeah, I think I he also fedoras left. He yeah. also had that apple that could literally be drive what whatever. Well, it, it drove. It a was helicopter? a plane. It was a submarine. A helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, I will say that I'm awesome. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go real world, man. But I'm gonna what go if real it's sad? Uh, I think that's. 
I think that's part of it. I think you just got to experience that <laughs> because I think that if you have every wish that you ever wanted, knowing it's even if it was great, you could like experience that. I think that like that would also get sad and get old at a certain time because like mm. you also knew it wasn't the thing, but like you kind of experienced, you felt it and experienced it, but then you're like, did I? But like, but like, but like, if I can have anything I want. And like there are not any unknowns, and like no surprises. Like I don't know that that could be kind of boring after a while, right? Yeah, isn't that like the yeah. argument for heaven, like against heaven? It's like if you just go there and everything's perfect all the time. You're like, isn't this, is this heaven? Yeah, it's like yeah. can I right? still make like, fun of people? Like, well, can I yeah, still like, make can fun I, of can people I, yeah, in heaven? Do I have to be like fully fucking PC up here, or what's the deal? Can I? Can I occasionally like make fun of like a Chinese angel out there? Are there Chinese <laughs> angels up there? Because if a there changel? are, it ain't heaven. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to say changel. I don't think we're allowed to either. Oh no, two point Yeah. Uh, but see, I think it does beg for like a a really hard look at like. Would it be worth it to just live with everything you want all the time? Because I know that's like what we shoot, like as humans, that's what we shoot for, to be able to be in a place where I can have the excess that I want, or whatever I want, however often. And, you know, when it's Ty's 40th year of of 430 sex parties, <laughs> like, is he still... Is he still at four o'clock? Is he still like, oh man, only a half an hour till the till the sex party? I'm a Woo! champion. I am a champion. <laughs> I am My the, the, the Lord day. of Sex. Yeah, like do you know after the fortieth year of it, Ty? Is it still? Is it still satisfying? Have you had all the sex that you can possibly ever want to have? Probably not. There's more. I mean, you just got to be creative. You got to find new plots. There are only so many holes to... to plug, Ty. Well, well, yeah, each one of those sections comes on a tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, I've had all. I've had all butthole tentacles. I've had yeah. all vagina tentacles. Of. I've had the... so many boob tentacles that it's not. It's not even a thing anymore. Yeah. It's a phase. You know, you go through it. Then you move on to piranha porn and other weird shit. I didn't even know piranha, piranha porn was real. But now that you've said it, Ty, due to the rules of uh, the world we live in, it does exist. So. It does. It exists. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Piranha blowjob porn would probably be like the lowest rung of piranha porn ladder, though, right? Because you don't want that. That's fun to watch, though. <laughs> it's the adventure. So I, I think, oh, guys, I think if I have to, if I have to say my piece on it, it's real world. As yeah. as boring and as sad as I think it is, I just think that I think, like you said, Matthew, like having sadness. There are some very core memories I have that are sad and oh, i don't mean real people memories uh-huh <laughs> yeah. tie with his virtual memory yes 
<laughs> but uh, you know, there I think there are sad, you know, un good things that happened to me in my life that helped, I guess, get me to where I am. And I'm not perfect, but uh, I do think I couldn't be me without those things having happened. And uh, I would rather have yeah. gone through them not than not. And also, like, in the real world, I'm going to put this in perspective right now. One, Mikey, you are in the real world sitting at home doing this podcast but you are also in my reality and Ty's reality talking into a microphone that is protruding from Ron Howard's chest while he is hugging his brother, Clint Howard. And it looks like you're in the exact middle of that and they are hugging you and you have a pig face and Ty, you are in outer space as an alien, AKA the Richard scary worm because worms are all aliens too. And you look like you have transcended like the multi four a.m. sex thing, and you're gonna like turn around and fuck the earth right behind you mm. in that mm. backdrop. Now you're fucking planets and shit. Me to do it. Yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> putting your dick in volcanoes and stuff. You know, it's, it's that's what I was gonna ask. Um, if you guys are gonna fuck the earth, and let's say you're proportionately sized to fuck the earth, where are you fucking the earth? Because I have an idea, but I think it's just because it's kind of exotic. Hot springs? Uh, volcanoes sound fun. Don't get me wrong. Well, I mean, a little spicy. A little, a little bit. spicy. Uh, uh, I'm, going, I'm going for that, like, diamond mine in Russia that's, like, that crazy huge diamond mine. I'm fucking the world right there. All right. Diamonds are sharp, dog. Yeah. I know, but that's like it's ribbed for my pleasure. Okay. But wouldn't it be really cold? What yeah, about but a diamond like mine in bit. Africa. That, uh, All right, I'm gonna fuck the world. I'm not, I don't like. I don't dig on fucking African countries. If it's okay. a blood well, diamond I'm gonna, mine, I'm... is that like, is that like, uh, that's a little hotter. It? The little sex. What do you call it when you bang the girl on the period? What's that? Oh, do I get my red wings when I fuck? uh, (laughs) That's what happens when you fuck a volcano. When you fuck a volcano, when it's uh, erupting. Okay. Oh yeah. Or a blood diamond. Yeah. I guess. Either way. That's darker. Now. That's for sure. Would now here's the deal. If I'm gonna fuck the Earth, are there any other plant planets in the solar system that are like? mildly fuckable because i feel like you got some gas giants that you probably don't want to fuck i have to understand the gravity i feel like is it like pulling me in or is it like pushing me out (laughs) you know what's the gravity what if it does both on the planet dude if it does both and i can just kind of lazy man sounds like an automatic fleshlight of a planet Yeah, that's, that's right. Kind of like, I kind of like that planet. And I was going to say, if I was going to fuck the earth anywhere, it'd be the Marianas Trench, the deepest part of the earth. Because, you know, you got to get oh, and it's and you it's wet. In there. Yeah. You got to get way down there. Yeah. yeah. Deep yeah. and got wet. A lot to explore. Oh, man. <laughs> a lot to explore. Yeah. This is a good answer. I like right. this. So, what, so what Thank wins, you guys. Mikey? What wins um, the. I do believe it's real world because you and I both said yeah. uh, real world. Sorry, Ty. Um, Whatever. I'm having nope. fun. 
while well, you guys are all doing your normal pain daily existence. I'm having a hey, great time. My daily existence is pretty great because guess what? I've gotten to host this podcast as 2.0 with you guys. And I'm sitting here. You guys are backgrounds. You've got uh, <laughs> animations on your face. And I'm eating cotton candy, which I was going to tell you. I did tell Owen about this cotton candy that I ordered. It's maple flavored. Woo! I saw it on Shark Tank. So it's a it's a maple syrup company that made cotton candy and it's not like super fucking like super sweet. It's like real maple syrup cotton candy and it's fucking delicious. So he said he had Sounds... a little more he got a little more respect. I don't know if he'll admit it on the podcast, but he did tell me he's like <laughs> he hated on it on first, really hard on me. And I was like, "But dude, and he once I told him that they made maple syrup first, he was like all right, I give you a little bit of a pass. Plus, he was like, it's not in a bag or on a cone. It's in a, you know, Tupperware. Tupperware. So, yeah. um, well, do you guys have anything else? Because if not, I think we've done a pretty good job. Um, I will yeah. ask, I know you guys grade clips. Um, I will say, grade me. How was I as a guest host? Ooh. Well, he's gonna he's gonna lose. You could be be real. So you're not gonna careful. hurt my feelings. Uh, yeah, that's an that was an odd request because Ty is famous for low scoring. Um, yeah, that's true. I know. <laughs> I will. I'm making I, you guys I'll start out. my face, but you guys got to be honest because okay. you're not gonna hurt my feelings. So for one, the pizza clip, amazing. Pretty so great. that's already that's bumping it up. Um. You did. You did let us interact a lot, um, which sometimes Owen, he can, he can, he can talk. So I like that too. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say as a score, nine point one. Nine point one. I cracked the nine barrier. Whoa. That means a lot. I mean, Thank you. The fact that I mean I lost sleep over this. I was seriously excited yeah. and and stressed. And like half the day today I was super stressed. I was like, what if I don't do well? That makes me feel really great. But I also need to have Ty's score. Yeah. I don't feel like you gotta make me feel good. Be be honest as you always this, are. This is a very Ty score. Uh I feel good about it, in all honesty. Like uh this was fun. I I wasn't entirely sure how it would go either. I was just curious, happy to do it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in the eight spectrum. In the eight, okay. I'm happy my to initial, hear that. My initial, like, my gut feeling said eight three, which I don't want you to feel bad about. But the more I think about it, uh, I'm in the eight five. I'm gonna give it an eight fiver. I appreciate feels good. that. Thank you. Thank you. I wouldn't have also I wouldn't have felt bad about an eight three either because I was born on August third, which is eight three. So it would have hey, worked out perfectly for me. But I but I appreciate you guys being honest. You didn't have to you you don't have to it's not trying you know, no, to lose it the was ego. Good, but don't I know I appreciate it. And I and I tell you guys, like I've said it before on this, I absolutely love you guys. You guys fucking rock. And I listen every week. This has been an absolute pleasure and a dream come true i've been like a make-a-wish kid that's what i've been like you guys are like john cena and i'm a make-a-wish kid and you just made my dream come true you can't see me so I'm, i feel happy about it Oops. now I, the question is how do we rate as a 
group. New co-host. Yeah. Right? We got to leave that up. I don't know. Do? It'll be interesting to see what Owen thinks. He's not going to like the, you know, I know this video is not going to go out, but uh, I took a screenshot. We'll see what he thinks about that. The cotton candy, the anime talk, um, all of these things. Oh, but he's going to hate it. He's, he's going to hate it. But guess what? He's not hosting the podcast. I am. And I still think that I did it all right. And I came in as 2.0. But he will be back soon enough. Until then, I will say, please go check out the other show that I do with Owen. It's called Ono Wrestling. Go to OnoWrestling.com. We do sometimes stream live on the exact same channel that you all stream on, which is Twitch.com slash ONRS Live. And then you can also join the Facebook group if you like talking about the graphs. And then, Mikey, Ty, when do you want to take us out with all the Ono stuff? Yeah. Of course. Uh, So, guys, if you want to send us a little bit of money and you want to support the show because you love what we're doing, check out patreon.com slash ONRS. You can, uh, I think for as little as $2 a month, you can get access to all of our premium content. That's interviews with all the hosts and our friends, Drunk Driving on the Moon, which is just me and Owen talking conspiracy theories, and all of me and Owen's late night drunk conversations. We tend to record those and just put them up. So if you want to hear some absurdity, check out Patreon. Um, Facebook.com slash groups. Just type in ONO Radio Show. You can find us. Join the group. That's where we talk about all the shows. That's where you get updates on when we're going to be live and what we're doing as far as events. Um, other than that, guys, check out our YouTube. It's Oh No Media. Oh No is one word. Oh No Media. Check it out. Sign up. That's where I post the minis that we create from every show. Um, it's where we post all the shows, and we'd love if you could help us kind of bump those numbers up. Um, other than that, guys, Matt, it's I've been I've had a great time, dude. Thank you guys recording for with you me. all day has been an honor. Thank you for having me yes. on Ono Wrestling. Um, you know, it's just been a pleasure to work with you all day, and I hope I get to do it more. Honestly, I hope so too. It's been great, and Ty, it's been great to see you and fucking get to hang out. I've, yes. I absolutely love this with both of you guys. And yeah, thank you again. Thanks. Throwing it out there, if you guys want to do the opposite of what we did with wrestling? You guys, let me know. I'll make it happen get the anime going yeah well uh yeah so uh i think that's the promos I think that's out of the it. way so there's so, only one last uh, thing to do what do we say when we get out of here for the second half boys